Yo, 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 welcome to the Junior Jolftap show. I'm your host, Junior Jolftap. This is going to be a lot of fucking shit happening here on this ep- on this season, man. You know what I'm saying? And this episode, too, a lot of excitement, man. We're going to talk to a lot of fucking excitement, man. You know what I'm saying? Raptors just done up the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? They just killed the Bucks. I mean, shit, they just fucking mash up the Bucks. Last week was... The last two weeks was on the 25th anniversary of Spike Lee's Crooklyn. We're going to get into that. And a lot of stuff, man. A lot of fucking stuff, man. Okay. We're right back after these messages here at the Junior Joe Staff Show. Okay. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Junior Joe Staff Show. I'm your host, Junior Joe Staff. Raptors, man, are mashing up the damn series right now. I hope t- tomorrow is the last game here in TDOT. I hope that they mash up the Bucks, you know what I'm saying? Beat them bum buck lot in the basket- on the basketball court. Just shit up, damage their pussy wall. Them blood clot, you know what I'm saying? Just damage them bum buck lot. They mother scunt and they mother cunt. You know what I mean? I hope that they fucking do that shit, B. I hope that they win the fucking NBA Finals and the NBA Conference Playoffs, man. I hope that they win this shit, B. You know what I mean? I hope that they fucking win that, that um, Eastern Conference playoff, Playoffs trophy. I hope that they win that fucking trophy. You know what I mean? I hope that they fucking celebrate because this city needs some fucking love. They need some fucking healing. The city of Toronto needs some fucking love and healing, B. Like, straight up, man. Since when the Blue Jays won the World Series, the city have not been the same ever since. It's not have been the same ever since, guy. It's like, we, we fucked, man. We, we really fucked up, dog. Like, we suck. We really suck. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that the Raptors are busting their ass. I hope that they bust Golden State's ass, too. I hope so. hope that they damage Golden State. You know what I'm saying? I'm praying. For you God-loving people out there, please pray. If you want the Raptors to win the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, pray. Pray, 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 pray. You know what I'm saying? Just pray. You You know what I mean? Just pray, man. Just pray, 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 pray. Okay? Just do that, man. Because we need this. We fucking need this shit, man. For real. Straight up. We fucking need this shit, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need this shit, man. Alright? That's what the fuck we need, man. I'm telling you right now. Just pray, dog. Just pray, 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 pray. Okay? Just fucking pray. Okay? Right now, we're right back after these messages. We're going to talk about Spike Lee's 1994 movie, movie that just turned 25 in the last two weeks. Crooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Crooklyn. Yes. We're going to talk about that movie right after these messages. Or not a messages, but right after this fucking break. We're right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere, right? Peace. Happy 25th anniversary to Spike Lee's Crooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Crooklyn, one of the best movies that Spike Lee ever done. You know what I'm saying? This was one of the best movies I've ever seen from Spike Lee, man. 
The movie is so much love, so much fun, so much joy. You know what I'm saying? So much laughter. And plus, at the end, the sadness, man. The sadness, you know what I mean? The movie starts Alfred Wooder, Delroy Lindo, Zelda Harris, Isaiah Washington, RuPaul's in the movie. Um, who else is in the movie? Just some youths, you know what I mean? David Patrick Kelly from The Warriors. He's in the movie too. Yeah, he gets really funny in this movie. <laughs> Tony Eyes. Yes. He's in the movie. Yes, man. Crooklyn. Crooklyn, Crooklyn. Crooklyn is a movie about the Carmichael family. The good times and the bad times. like The good times and the bad times of the Carmichael family. You know what I'm saying? Before there was the Huxtables who own the Brooklyn Brownstone. There was the Carmichael family who owned the Brownstones. The Brownstone house. Whatever you call it. The Brownstone house. In Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Before there was the Huxtables, you have the Carmichaels. Let's not forget about the Carmichaels. In the 70s and in the 80s, you have the Huxtables. But anyways, but anyways, before we know about Heathcliff Huxtable and Claire Huxtable, Huxtable, we know about Carolyn Carmichael. Carolyn Carmichael is a school teacher. Yes, she's a school teacher and... Her husband, Woody Carmichael, is a jazz musician. Yes, you know what I'm saying? A jazz musician and you have a teacher. You know what I mean? So fast forward to the 80s, you have Cliff as a doctor and Claire as a lawyer. You know what I mean? Yes, so the movie tackles the good times and bad times of this family and good times and bad times of the neighborhood too. Because at the beginning of the film, people are playing, they're playing um, the Salixis people make the world go around in the beginning. Showing all the kids playing the, the hot scotch, the, um, the patty cake, patty cake type of games. Their um, action figures. You see the old man's them playing dominoes, you know. The little kids playing hopscotch. Playing hide and seek, playing stick ball, you know what I mean? The two brothers, them, Clinton and Window, playing a board, a board game called um, Baseball Matic, whatever the name of the, the, the um, thing of the, of the board game is like a Yahtzee. Yes, man, Crooklyn, man. I, I just love the movie, man. Let me tell you this, man. When I watched the movie and fell in love with the movie, I started playing Yahtzee. Because they, they have a game. I forgot the name. Staticomatic or whatever. They play on the stoop. It's similar to Yahtzee. You know what I mean? So my mom bought me a Yahtzee board game to play with everybody, with friends and family. To play Yahtzee. Similar to that board game that they were playing in the movie. And also, there was this other game that they're playing. I forgot the game. Were they um, flicking the um, um, the caps, the bottle caps? You know what I'm saying? I had some bottle caps play it just like in the movie, in the movie Crooklyn. Because Crooklyn has a lot of games in the 70s that none of us don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? 
Some of us know these games, some of them, some of us don't know these fucking games. Excuse my language for this segment. Yeah, so we have this uh what is it? In the movie they have this game, I forgot the name of it, but I ain't gonna get into that. The movie soundtrack of Crooklyn. What can I say about the movie soundtrack of Crooklyn? 70s muse, 70s R&B. Like, I never found love with 70s R&B ever since. I never stopped listening to 70s R- R&B because 70s R&B is the fucking best. It's the fucking best. Like, the soundtrack has everybody from the Jackson 5, Isaac Hayes, The Spinners, um, Sly and the Family Stone, The Childites. Uh, the Shyalites, uh, the Stylistics, as I said. Um, who else was on the soundtrack, man? James Brown, and also his band, the JBs, are on the soundtrack also. Yeah, the Chamber Brothers. Yeah, a lot of a lot of artists from the seventies, man. You know what I mean. Like, I, that's why I fell in love with music from the movie, man. A lot of nice 70s songs, man. I just fell in love with this movie and the music, man. I mean, wow. Spike Lee knows his shit, man. He knows how to put 70s music in the fucking movie, man. You know what I mean? Like, he just puts it on the soundtrack, man. And it sounds so good. And that's how I fell in love with 70s music, man. And plus... Hip-hop producers are sampling 70s tracks, 70s R&B tracks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, that's why, that's where hip-hop gets its sound from. From these R&B classics. You know what I mean? I just loved it. I just fell in love with, with the Crooklyn soundtrack and music from the 70s, man. I just fell in love with it, man. I just, I, I just love 70s R&B. I love the 80s R&B. And I definitely, 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 of course, I love 90s R&B, man. I just love R&B from different eras, man. Seven, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, man. 90s, man. If I have to choose, definitely have to go with the 90s R&B, man. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Without... Listen, without the 70s R&B, there wouldn't be no 90s R&B. And these artists, they, without these guys, without Smokey, Marvin, Sly and the Family Stone, without these guys, there wouldn't be no Whitney Houston. There wouldn't be no Bobby Brown, New Edition, Mary J. Blige, In Vogue, uh, in Vogue Maxwell, Kenny Lattimore, Jill Scott, Music Soul, Child, Alicia Keys. A. Marie, Keisha, Keisha Show, Keisha Cole, I'm sorry, Keisha, I call it Keisha Show, Keisha Cole, and who the other people, man? Her and LMA. That's what I have to say. Her and LMA. If it wasn't for 70s R&B. You know what I mean? So, happy 25th anniversary to Spike Lee's Crooklyn. Next month is going to be the 30th anniversary of Do The Right Thing. We're going to be talking about Do The Right Thing next month. Plus, we're going to talk about two movies that came out in the month of July also in 20 years ago and 15 years ago. Summer of Sam 
and she hates me. They're gonna be celebrating twenty. Summer of Sound's gonna be celebrating twenty years. She hates me is gonna be celebrating fifteen. You know what I'm saying? They're good Spike Lee movies, man. Very raw, very erotic, very ridiculous, man. Spike Lee's one of the best fucking filmmakers of all fucking time. Like, this man knows how to do his work and he takes his work very fucking serious. That's why I love this guy to death, man. Excuse me, I just passed some gas. <laughs> Sorry, I just passed some gas. I remember last year it was in a bar. Somebody passed gas so fucking loud. Some assholes just passed gas so fucking loud. But anyways, it's my fault. Shouldn't pass gas, you know, but you got to let it out, man. You got to let it out, man. Whatever you at, you got to let it out, man. But let it out in the washroom. People don't want to hear it. People don't want to smell it, man. Okay? But anyways, we're right back after these messages here at the Junior Joe Daft Show. Okay? Peace. There's some new albums that's out right now. YG just dropped his album. Um, Rotomi from Power. He dropped his second album. Last week, DJ Khaled dropped his album. You know what I'm saying? The album is very dope. He got a track with Jay, Beyonce, the um, Future. He got a track with Bujabantan, Sizzla, and Movado. The track is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like DJ Khaled, you know. First, let me tell you guys something. DJ Khaled was a reggae DJ before he became a mainstream DJ. He was a reggae DJ from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? This guy never forgets his roots. You know what I'm saying? He never forgets his roots. You know what I'm saying? He had he had his reggae friends, Movado, Sizzla, and Bujabantan, three of the most greatest reggae artists ever in the world. You know what I'm saying? Movado, Sizzla, and Buju. You know what I'm saying? One of the three greatest reggae artists ever in the damn world. Yeah, the album is dope. YG's album is dope too. You know what I'm saying? He got a song dedicated to Nipsey. I'm going to hear that track. I didn't hear the whole album, but I heard good reviews about the album. But I guess I'm going to take a listen to YG's album because I'm a big YG fan. You know what I'm saying? I love his music and that's that. You know what I mean? Ralph told me I heard his first album two years ago. Two years ago. It's very dope. Now I'm going to hear this, his second album again. Yeah, some new, some nice music out here. You know what I'm saying? In 2019, going to the end of the era. Plus, I was listening to some Jay-Z, Death of the Auto-Tune. That song was ridiculous 10 years ago. Yes, Death of the Auto-Tune. Then I was listening to some Meth and Red. Meth and Man and Red Man. With their album, The Blackout. First one. You know what I mean? I mean, yo, man. Music is just music, man. It's taking me back to... 10 years, 20 years, you know what I mean? When shit was popping, when shit was fucking popping, bro. You know what I'm saying? When shit was fucking popping. You know what I'm saying? When shit was fucking popping, dog. You know? Going back to them days, man. For real. Straight up and down. We're going back to them days, B. You know what I mean? Well, I got to close Junior Joe that show. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is all the topics I have to give you guys. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? This is all the talks I have to give you guys, and that's that. So, goodbye. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining the Junior Jofdaf show. I'm your host, Junior Jofdaf. You know what I'm saying? This is all I have. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a lot of, you know, stuff. But I hope I have a lot of stuff, man, because that's what I'm going to give you. You know what I mean? So thank you guys so much for joining the Junior Jofdaf show. I'm your host, Junior Jofdaf. You guys will hear from me um, next week and things, so you out of here, all right, peace.